Welcome to the King's Anywhere podcast, inspirational teaching, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whenever you're ready. Good morning and happy Mother's Day. Uh, my name is Mike and I've been asked to talk this morning and the eagle-eyed amongst you may have noticed that I am not in fact a mum. But I do know somebody who is, and they're a really good mum actually, and they've agreed to help me this morning, and it is my wife, Julie. Good morning. Good morning, hello. Yes, I am a mum to Chloe, who's four, and Eddie, who's three. I'm also forest school leader in the nursery, so I spend most of my time looking after children and Mike. Now, I should say that neither of us our parenting experts. Like all parents, we're doing our best and learning as we go. But we want to share a bit of encouragement on Mother's Day for everybody, really, but mums and parents and carers especially. And we want to start today looking at part of the story of a young lady called Hagar. That's right and we're not going to read all of it um, but you find Hagar's story in Genesis chapter 16 and it's a story of a young woman in really difficult circumstances. She's a, a slave, she's expecting a baby, she's mistreated and she's afraid so much so that she she runs away into the wilderness. While she's out there on her own an angel from the Lord finds her and the, the angel tells her to return home he reassures her about her situation and he tells her everything uh, she needs to know about her child her, her baby boy Ishmael who he's going to grow up to be and that's another story in itself but the bit we want to talk about this morning is what Hagar says to the angel what Hagar prays after the angels revealed all of this to her it's re- it's in verse 13 and it says this she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her you are the God who sees me I have now seen the one who sees me, the God who sees me. Hagar, in her moment of greatest despair, has this incredible encounter with God. Far from being forgotten about or overlooked, which is probably what she's used to or expecting at this point, when she's at her lowest, it is in that moment that God meets with her. Now, this isn't the end of Hagar's troubles, far from it, but this is the beginning of her trust. We'll talk more about that in a bit, because what's really remarkable here is that this name for God in the original Hebrew, it's El Roy, which means the God who sees me, is only used here in the Bible. God chooses to reveal this aspect of his character, of of who he is, of of what he does, that he is the God who sees us to this young, about to be a mum, in the midst of her loneliness and her struggles. As a mum and carer, it can feel like so much of what we do is often unseen. There's not, there's no one around to cheer you on or give you Facebook likes for making tea or midnight feeds or making sure uniforms are ready or the sleep you lose over your kids or phonics. But God sees you and the things you do for others. Actually, sometimes far from being cheered on by people, it can feel like the opposite when suddenly we're the worst parent in the world because screen time is over or there's tidying up 
or homework to be done. But God sees your heart. I know, of course, it's not just mums that do these things. And we don't do them because we want praise. But sometimes it's all too easy to feel just being a mum or a carer becomes what defines us and that all people see us as. It's not just that the things we do go unseen. It can feel like we ourselves go unseen. But God sees you. Being a mum is the most wonderful thing and I'm so grateful to God for Chloe and Eddie and the whirlwind adventure that is parenting them. But parenthood can never be what defines us. Sometimes we might find ourselves saying or thinking, I'm just a mum or dad, because it feels like parenthood has taken over your life or I'm only looking after the kids. There's nothing I'm just or I'm only about raising children or looking after anyone for that matter in any way, whether that's as a parent, a grandparent, an auntie, an uncle, a carer, maybe it's your job. And there's nothing I'm only or I'm just about you. We can so easily talk ourselves down and not see our real selves. But remember, just like Hagar, God sees you. And when we talk about God sees you, it's not like some sort of divine CCTV or he's watching and waiting for you to make a mistake. After Hagar encounters God, her words are, you are a God who sees me. Not sees my situation, not sees my circumstances, not sees my achievements or failures, sees me, sees you. Of course, God sees all the stuff that's going on around you, all the things that you do and they matter to him. Remember in Hagar's story, the the angel explains all of that. He, he reassures Hagar about that stuff and tells her to return home. God sees and God cares about your situations. But more than that, in the middle of all that's going on in your life, he sees and he cares about you. If I walk into a room, as I do regularly, and I see a complete mess, toys everywhere, drawers emptied out, pen on the walls. Somehow the, f- the flowers got out of the cupboard and all over the kitchen floor and in the middle of this one of the kids. I see all the mess, but in the middle of it, I still see my child. The mess they've created around themselves doesn't change that they're my child, my Chloe, my Eddie. I might not like the mess. I might not think that the situation they've got themselves in is the best one and I perhaps have to do something about that but in the midst of all this chaos it's them that I see. In the midst 
of everything that was happening to Hagar. It was Hagar that God saw in the middle of whatever might be going on in your life right now. God sees you. That's right. Max Licardo, who's a famous theologian, put it this way. He said, God loves you just the way you are, but he refuses to leave you that way. Let me say that again. God sees you and God loves you right where you are, but he loves you too much to leave you there. Why? Well, it's because of what God sees when he looks at you. Right at the start of human history, right at the beginning of the Bible, in Genesis 1.27, it says this, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. You are made in God's image. Think how much God values you. That the God who sees you sees his own image reflecting back at him. When he looks at you, this precious creation. Remember, there's nothing I'm only or I'm just about you. Instead, Psalms 139 says this, you created my innermost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Far from being only this or just that, are, are defined by your circumstances or situation. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. He sees you, he loves you, and to everyone, but especially the mums, the parents, the carers, this morning, I think he sees you and says this to you. I love you. You're doing great. Keep going. But don't keep going alone. Yeah, remember before we said that when Hagar encountered God, it wasn't necessarily the end of her troubles, but it was the beginning of her trust in him. Romans fifteen thirteen says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the Holy Spirit. Very often when we encounter God, it's like it was for Hagar, not necessarily the end of our troubles, but the beginning of our trust in him. And as the passage from Romans says, trusting God with whatever your situation or circumstances might be, means that you get to live with his peace, his hope and his joy, knowing that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of the God who sees you. In a moment, we're going to worship and then we're going to pray. And there are a few things we'd like to give you the opportunity to receive prayer for. If this morning you're feeling overlooked or you're having a hard time believing all the things that we've said about what God sees when he's, he looks at you, then we want to pray for you this morning. Would you write C in the comments? We don't know what your situation or circumstances are as you're watching this morning, but 
God does and he wants to bring peace and hope and joy into them by his Holy Spirit when we trust him. If this morning that's you and you want to take that step of trusting God, maybe for the first time, maybe more than you already do, maybe for a specific situation or circumstances, then please put trust in the comments. And lastly, we know that for a whole host of different reasons, Mother's Day can be difficult for people. If that's you, then God bless you. And we want to pray that you would know the, the comfort and the closeness of your Heavenly Father. I know it's Mother's Day, but God is a, a good, good Father. If that's you, if Mother's Day is tough for you, then we want to pray for you. Would you put love in the comments? And please don't be shy about this to Facebook or to, to YouTube. It's just a comment in the comment section. It's just a word in the comment section. But it's not. It's more than that to the God who sees you. So while we're worshipping, take the opportunity to respond and then we're going to pray. We hope you enjoyed this message. To find out more about King's Church Warrington, visit our website or find us on Facebook and Instagram.